Welcome back to Are You For Real with Sarah. Today, we're sitting down with my girl, Cardi. As many of you know, we've had Carter on the podcast several times. Carter and I are business partners together at The Work Cycle. Carter also does so works much stuff. For you. She works for me. <laughs> she works beside me, not under me, usually on top of me. Um, Carter does all of our marketing, our PR. She's just a lady of a thousand million hats. Carter recently had the cutest baby in the world, if I do say so myself. And we're just here today to kind of shoot the shit and talk about... Life, business, babies, all the things Carter put out on Instagram. Um, people had questions, so we got a list of those questions as well. And welcome to the podcast, Carter. Thank you. How nice are you? Nice to be here. I'm good. How are you? I'm great. <laughs> it's Monday, guys. We usually podcast on Wednesdays, and we have this like running joke on Mondays, even though we try not to be those people that dread Mondays, that we're like, all right, we can get to Wednesday. We can get to Wednesday. Once you get to Wednesday, you're like, oh, it's Wednesday. I'm yeah, back. I'm and back. It's Thursday, and then, you know. But, you, you know, it's like, even if I don't do a lot on the weekends, like, even if I'm well-behaved, a well-behaved Sarah, like, I get good sleep, and I, when, like, try to keep the my... Last, when do you do that? I don't... I'm just speaking from <laughs> past experience, like, when I was pregnant. Um, <laughs> I'm still tired. I know. It's because... I was and thinking, I'm not going to complain. Sorry, no, go ahead. I was thinking about it this morning in the car. That's why I was trying to get our class, not the class... We just took a class... I just taught a class. Sarah took a class. I had a time. And I was thinking about on the car ride over this morning. I'm like, the energy and the world is just different on a Monday. Yeah. Like there's something like. But you know, you you think about it like a Monday should be like, okay, a brand new week. It's a Monday. And like, what's the big deal? It's, there's no big deal. And then it's Tuesday. But you know, I don't think everybody feels like that. Right. Yeah. I love Mondays. Yep. See, Lindsay loves Mondays. Maddie loves Mondays. Some people love Mondays. Maddie loves Mondays. Yep. Um, But now I kind of like Mondays because it's like, oh. Get yourself together. Yeah. Get back to work. Get back to work. Do you find that work slows down for you in the summer at all? I'm just asking. For us or me. I'm not talking about like the studio's busyness. I feel that work feels a little bit slower in the summer because no one is working as hard. When I worked in New York, every the summers were like, I don't know, people just don't really work in the summer. And then, you know, you're not weird. Yes. And then Europe closes for a whole month in August, which I actually think is more productive than... Wait, talk to me about this. I've heard of this, but I've never experienced this in my lifetime. So all of our factories at Stuart Weitzman were in Spain and Spain just shuts down for the month of August. So I, there'd be no work that's getting done. Like just don't work. No, they don't work. They shut, they shut down for a whole month. Everyone does it. So have everyone, a relax. They have a relax. They have a siesta. <laughs> everyone just takes vacation then. And maybe it's more productive because we're kind of like. Like piecing it all together. Yeah. But I definitely feel like work's a little, I feel less creative in the summer. I feel that. I just feel like it's like, it's not, yeah. And then it'll be fall and it's like, we have so many exciting things going on and campaigns and we'll get back to events. Like no one wants to do anything in the summer. Yeah. Except, I mean, people do want to sweat. Yeah. That part, but like, yeah. Well, it's like people are traveling so much that there's not as much consistency. So I think it's like, you're seeing all, you know, it's like different. I actually said to Sean the other day, I was like, I His name's Scene. Scene. (laughs) I feel so caught up that I'm nervous that we're not doing something. We are. But we are. Yeah. So it's, I've been enjoying it. What about you? Um, you know, it's been a little tricky for me because of the children and I don't want to complain, but I'm going to, um, my kids were all in different camps and then they've decided that they don't like the camp. Some of, some of it was like warranted, like Van went to a camp and it was a bad experience for him. But they're really strong. Like my kids are very strong willed, you know them Mm -hmm. and they're lovely. I love them. I adore them. They're wonderful, but they're also like 
if they're not going to do something, they're going to make it so painful for you to get them out of the house. It's mm-hmm. not worth it. <laughs> and the only person in the whole world they listen to is John. But he has to go to work early. And he don't want to deal with it anymore. Right. He's right. like, you and Maddie need to stop calling me. I'm like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> Help. Some, I mean, <laughs> if you are a child psychologist listening to this, I mean this. And you want to come on the podcast. Do you want to do the work that they're going to tell you to do? I do. Okay. But I don't want it to come from John. You want it to come from you? I don't, no, I want it to come from the psychiatrist to Oh, me. I know. I know. I know. I know. Yeah. He's like, you need to be tougher. But I'm like, I'm the one that disciplines them. I'm the one that yells at them. I get more mad. But he's right in this sense. Like, You're it, pushed over It's easier. consistency. I know. I but get tired. You're tired. Yeah. But I'm not, but like, I'm not tired, like exa- like sleepy tired. I'm tired of saying brush your teeth. Right. Yeah. Just brush your teeth. I popped off it's yesterday. It's been six years of them not wanting to brush their teeth. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm like, your teeth look disgusting. Brush your teeth. <laughs> um, the apple doesn't fall far. You hate the dentist. <laughs> it's true. I haven't been in a year. I need to go. But you do brush your teeth. So. I do. Um, so I know when we were like kind of talking about this, what we were going to talk about, we were talking about how life after, now that the baby's eight months, just like how you feel different, how, like you had had a situation over the 4th of July. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah. Okay, go. I'm going to grab my cantaloupe. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> so over the 4th of July, I was just feeling like tense with, just tense in general with everything. Well, talk about like, I mean, your whole family there, which was so Yeah, my whole family was there except for my sister because she went um, to her fiance, fiance's fiance. house. Mm-hmm. Um. But it's just like when your entire family, when you're with your entire family and like, I kind of feel like I'm always the planner of the family. You are the planner. Or like, you know, everyone wakes up and it's like, they're just sitting around and I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to bring in the energy today. And then, I mean, not that they're not, you know, it's just. Do you think that's middle child vibes? I don't know. And so sometimes like once you're planning, you're now, I used to love that. But now with a baby, I'm like, I just want to do nothing too, you know? But my mom is super helpful and. She's wonderful. And, and so is my dad and They're my sister-in-law and my brother. Everyone's great. But I was feeling really tense. And then by Thursday, because the 4th of July was Tuesday. four weeks long. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a party. Foxy started, little Foxy started like freaking out. And we were at my mom's for dinner. And I was like, I'm just going to go and take him home because I just felt tense and needed to walk away. And then everyone's like, and that started his crying for the last 10 days. And he like never cried as a baby. So I'm so confused. But he's sick. So now we know why. <laughs> But my mom and my and Foxy, husband Foxy, were like, you just seem really tense. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm tense. Am I tense? And I think that after you have a baby, you just start questioning like all the things, all your emotions, emotions all the time. And like right. if they're valid or not. So I feel better this week, though. Yeah. I don't feel tense. I mean... Things come and go. Yeah, things come and go. And But I think that's so valid because I know, and I was actually talking to another friend of mine about this, like I love my dad so much and I adore him, but it's like whenever they're at my house or they come, you know, they they stay with us and it's like, it's not like a performance. They don't expect anything out of me. They'd rather me just sit there and do nothing. But right. like, I feel like I need to like, the children need to be behaving and like the house needs to be tidy and the food needs to be good. And I'm like, yeah. And now a word from our sponsor. For over 15 years, Meg Humphrey has been helping children, adolescents, and their families from across the nation find answers so their child can feel their best and perform their best, not just in school, but in life. 
She provides comprehensive neuropsych-based evaluations. If you're like, what does that mean? She digs in deeper to look at a wide range of brain functions and skills, such as areas of academic functioning, cognitive ability, along with social, emotional, and behavioral functioning. Her evaluations can reveal diagnoses such as ADHD, anxiety, depression, and learning disabilities such as dyslexia, dysgraphia, and dyscalculia. Her approach focuses on revealing what is going on with her client as a whole so she can make an individualized plan that targets specific needs, not just providing a diagnosis. Many behavioral and emotional concerns are misunderstood and often have unknown underlying causes. Meg works to determine the root cause, not just skimming the surface to address symptoms. This not only helps the child, but the family and the teachers fully understand and support the child. Not many children wake up and say, I want to be mad and sad and cause a lot of trouble today. Most children want to please others. There's typically a reason why a child is acting out. Meg loves helping children and parents because she gets to help them find these answers, which provides understanding and a lot of relief for the whole family. After the testing, Meg will make individualized recommendations for home and school. Intervention recommendations may include tutoring, school-based accommodations, extended time on entrance exams, speech and language therapy, ADHD coaching, parenting support, counseling, and or referrals to other professionals in the community. Summer is a great time to begin this journey, so you can start the next school year knowing exactly what your child needs, so you don't have to keep guessing. To learn more, visit www.meg.com. M-E-G-Humphrey, H-U-M-P-H-R-E-Y.com and follow her on Instagram at Meg W. Humphrey, LLC. Okay, but then the flip side of it is if you were just sitting in your house on the week of the 4th of July with just your family. Immediate. Immediate family, doing nothing, no parties, no plans, no barbecues, nothing. Wouldn't you be like, what the fuck? Yeah. You I'd know? Be like, everyone lost my number. See, it's so <laughs> It finally weird. happened. <laughs> I'm like, lose. Like, yesterday I had a baby shower, and after we opened the gifts and had the food, like, three of my friends were like, well, you're about to go, aren't you? <laughs> and I was like, I don't mean to be that way. You I don't know. know. That's I just want, part of you. I want to do it, and then I want it to be over. I understand. And except for the times you don't, and that is when you are what we like to refer to as Sue. <laughs> so Sue is Carter's alter ego, and she is a fucking blast. <laughs> and oh. just, like, funny and silly and has, like, you have, like, 40 different parties with Sue in one night. <laughs> There's, like, so much happening. <laughs> She's got info. She has got, like, information on everybody at the party. <laughs> <laughs> but it, you can't be Sue all the time. You, or you'd you be too can't. much. It's too much. It's too much. It's too much. So, yeah, where were, what were we? Where were we? We were texting about this, and we were like, we're going to Well, you just said, like, Foxy said that I'm seeing tense. And yeah, but I'm like, here's the thing. When you have a baby, your intentions, or at least for me, my intentions were like, not going to get annoyed with my husband, first and foremost, and I'm not going to resent people and things, but you're going to, mm-hmm. and then it's hard and then you're going to get tense, but you just have to, like you and I were talking the other day about how we, Sarah and I were supposed to go to, we planned this trip before I had a baby. I was pregnant. We were going to California with John and Foxy to see dead and co. And mm-hmm. then we all like, we're like, this is just, we're just, it's just too it. much. It's stressful. It's just too, yeah. It was just too stressful. Too much to plan. Like it Lots was too money. much money, yeah. all the things. And the boys were very, the boys, the men were very upset that we didn't go over the weekend. And you and I were talking and I was like, I this just isn't my year to do things. And you were like, but would you rather be doing that? And I'm like, no, I want to be at home right now with yeah. 
my baby. So why complain about other, I don't know. Well, that's exactly. And I've told you this before when Waylon was little, my friend was over at the house and John was still living his life and he was like out doing something. And I was like, I mean, it's just, you know, I'm here, I'm on the couch. She was like, would you rather be anywhere in the world right now, but sitting on the couch with your baby having a glass of wine? And I was like, no, she's like, stop complaining about it then. Right. Like, well, I'm not, I, I don't it's need to, hard. I don't need to even the playing field, right? Like we all do different things. Exactly. It's okay. Foxy's on his way home from fish right now. Missed his flight this morning. But I wasn't allowed to text him and say anything, but I do have to tell you something, Carter. Fish, the concert. Listen to this. And this has never happened to me before. I had a dream I kissed Foxy last night. <laughs> <laughs> I just remembered. <laughs> wait, wait, listen. Where? I am not in love with you, Foxy, that way. <laughs> But you said it was okay because you had a boyfriend. It was so weird. I'm going to tell you it was all the boyfriend. I don't remember. But there's a lot of details that go deeper than that in the dream. There was, like, it wasn't anything more like that. It was weird. Weird. You were like, it's, do you feel awkward now? I'm sorry. <laughs> it was no, so weird. Never. If but anyone it, were to kiss Foxy, I'd I know, wanted but to But it you. wasn't like, that's the whole point of the dream is it wasn't like a boyfriend-girlfriend kind of thing. It was just like this weird part of the dream. And then like... Just weird. We kissed. It was just weird. Anyway, that wow. happened. Yeah. <laughs> so you can tell Foxy that if you want. Okay. All right. So let's talk about some of these questions that you got because I think some of them are great. Um, I also have one more from um, Sarah Orberson. It's really weird that she doesn't know this. So I thought we'd have to answer that one too. Okay. We'll start there. Hold on. Let me find okay. it. Where did she send this to me? Oh, Sarah. So if y'all don't know Sarah, she comes to the studio, studios all the time. She's wonderful. She's amazing. She puts in a lot of work. Okay. She said, how did you and Sarah meet? Like which came first, chicken or egg? Were y'all friends? And then you started marketing or did you start working together and become friends? I've always wondered that. Maybe the other people are wondering it too. Or maybe I'm just an overthinker of the bunch and no one else cares. <laughs> well, I feel Sarah, like we have told that. Yeah. We have told that story. Um, I went to CPY mm-hmm. always 30 minutes early. Mm-hmm. Her and Chandler. Me and Chandler. Yeah. And Sarah, one day, I guess you just needed something to talk about and confided in me and told me you were opening a studio, but well, I couldn't you reached, tell anyone. You, because you remember you reached out to me when you were doing that work for that other place in town to take those pictures. Oh, right, 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 yeah. right, right. And so we did that and I was like, let me tell and you. Then we, yeah. Yes. And then Carter was working for a marketing company at the time. And she was like, let me help you with your branding. Sarah was said she was opening a new studio and I was like, so who's doing all your stuff? I was like, me, she I got it. was, y'all. <laughs> I got it. Look at my Instagram. It's good. Anyway, Sarah, so the, and then we became friends. Yeah. We became friends. Yeah. It was great. Fast friends. Fast friends. And then Carter decided to leave that job and come here. Yep. Here we, we are. Here we are. Ever since. Married. Married making out with Foxy. <laughs> um, we're, in a, we're in an open relationship. It's deep. <laughs> it's deep. Um, okay. So somebody said, starting to work out postpartum, what were your goals? Like, how did you, what did you do? You, and I really love your, like, cause you and I did it so differently. And I think you did it such a healthy way. Like your 40 days. Do you days. want to share, share your way first? No, I want you to share your way and then I'll share, I'll share shame, <laughs> the shameful way of doing things. Okay. I was like, after I had the baby, I wasn't focused on how to get the weight off right away. Cause I knew eventually it would come off, whatever. Or I was hopeful, but I did the first 40 days where you actually nourish your body postpartum instead of deplete it. So I think so many people have the baby and then they're like, okay, I'm going to eat like a salad and four almonds and get really skinny, but you're super hungry if you're breastfeeding. Also your body needs to heal with warm foods to basically like piece it back together. 
And I had a C-section, which made the recovery such a pain in the ass and super painful for me, not for everyone. Um, so when I started going back to work out, I'll never forget. I went to the doctor six weeks postpartum and like to the day and they said, you can work out again. And I was like, I can. And I went straight to Chandler's Chandler's class and it was really hard to work out, but I just, I just didn't judge myself on it ever. Like what I was eating and I'm still not doing that. Like I just don't, I just do what feels good. And I wasn't like rushing to get abs back or Mm -hmm. like get my legs toned again or whatever. I just kept showing up every single day. Mm -hmm. And so every day I just made a commitment. Okay. You're going to do whatever you can do today and it doesn't matter what it looks like. And then, you know, I kept trying to get my jeans to fit. Well, and you've never looked better. And I don't say that. And on like a superficial level, like, because you take care of yourself in a really holistic way. And I think that you do. I mean, you look good. You feel good. I just try not to beat myself because for so many years I would eat something bad and then beat myself down or bad, quote unquote, whatever. I know you're not supposed to say bad, something that isn't the healthiest or wouldn't make me feel the best. And then I would beat myself up about it for like a day. Like, oh my God, I can't believe I ate that pizza yesterday or that cheeseburger or whatever foods don't make me feel my best. And now like on Friday night when we ate that pizza, I didn't even think about it the next day, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like, move on. It's okay. And I think that how we, what we tell ourselves really hangs on to a lot in our body. Yep. I could be wrong, but Kira knows that I have this theory and Carter's my guru. Mm-hmm. She's so right because I I feel like I have more of like an '80s mom jumping on a trampoline, eating cottage cheese, smoking a cigarette vibe. It's which I, which I love. Well, I it doesn't really work for me anymore though. Yeah. So I'm really but trying. But you're doing you're yeah. eating so. I'm working on reprogramming my brain because I things that serve you. Yes, absolutely. Because like I've told this before too. Like I lost drastically lost weight after the babies. Like she I, had a C-section too, but she was like walking the next day to burn yeah. some cows. I had really, but I have, and I'm not, I had postpartum right. and exercise for me is a beautiful Everything. thing, but it can also be like a way I can, if I can't control something, that was what I could control. So Della was in the uh, level two nursery at East Cooper for like five or six weeks. As soon as my doctor was like, you can walk, like I put, I would push van from my house to East Cooper hospital and back. And yeah, a little crazy. But and, I mean, right. There's a lot of factors into that. It wasn't like, well, you that were, was to clear my mind too. Right. But at the same time, I think like I'm always, I've always been like an instant gratification gal. Mm-hmm. And that's why I love the work that we do here because it really is, it's a builder and it's like a showing up to the table over and over. And people, people say, you say that and people are like, what does it even mean? Like showing up to the table over and over. And I'm like, if you work, do anything five days a week, I don't care what it is, exercise, food, therapy, like reading, like it's going to build, like it's right. going to, it just, it's just how it works. It's going to build itself out at some point. Yeah. I, a lot of people now have, since I did just, well, I mean, had the baby eight months ago, but a lot of people will ask me, what did you do to, you know, feel, and I mean, this person's asking for advice postpartum, but what did you do right after? And it's like, what I did might not be yeah. what you need to do, but I would just say consistently keep doing what feels good to you. Like exercising every day feels good to me. So I try mm-hmm. to do that. Drinking water feels good to me every day. So I try to do that. Like eating, you know, pretty intuitively feels good to me. Yeah. So, and I would say like, you also like to cook and you're a good cook. Yeah. And you cook clean and Foxy eats what you cook. Right. I know. I, we talk about that pretty much every night at dinner. I'm like, how does Sarah do it? Yeah. Sarah has to make about 12 meals, right. but that's Sarah's fault. That's Sarah's fault. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing that Sarah does is she has a bite of everyone's meal. <laughs> Hence the 15 pounds. But anyway, moving on. Sarah. 
It's okay. It's true. It's reality. You know what? I'm, I'm unraveling. Like I'll share this with you guys because this is, are you for real? I, during pandemic, I started putting on weight. I turned 39. Then now I'm, I'll be 42 in October. And I did not Damn. get on a scale. 42 came fast. It came fast. <laughs> I didn't get on a scale for two and a half years. And then recently I went to a doctor's appointment because I wanted someone to kind of help me with my hormones and just talk about like eating right. And like, just be honest with someone that wasn't in my inner circle. Right. And I stepped on the scale for the first time in two and a half years. What was that? Three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> And it wasn't, it's, and anyone that's listening, I hope this isn't triggering to you. This for me wasn't, it honestly was not about the, the, like this, the number I had to over, it was really scary for me to step on that. Cause and that I, used to be. And I, un, well, and I also understand why people don't want to, but for me, it wasn't like, how can I say this right? It wasn't like that. Oh God, there's that number. Now I have to punish myself. I was like, Sarah, if you want to make a change. And this is what the doctor said to me. She said, you can step on backwards and I can work with you. But if you want to come face to face with like what you want to do. She's like, I think you should know where your reality is. She's mm-hmm. like, you don't need to like, be like, look at that number. And be like I'm going to lose 20 pounds. That's not what I'm thinking of. I want to get healthy in my body again. There's certain things as I've gotten older that do not work in my body. So like starting to eliminate some of that stuff. And she's like, I think a lot of what your body's holding onto is inflammation. Totally. So that, that is a good gauge for it. Right. It's like, I'm not looking at that number and going, God, I want to weigh what I weighed at 32. Like that's not, I, and I can say that a hundred percent honestly, but I'm actually proud of myself for, it was a fear I faced. Yes. And being here. Cause that like, you were totally different. I was when like, I denial, first denial, denial, denial. Don't look, don't look, don't look, you know? And, and I mean, you're more fun now than, yeah. you know, yeah. like it just doesn't. Yeah. I don't know. You look great first of all, but anyway, we all listen, here's the deal. It's, we are hundred percent body positivity. We love talking about like that stuff because we do believe it and we're human. But we and like to feel good too. And absolutely. I think that's okay. Like you can have a freaking deep heart and do good for the world and also be like, Hey, kind of be cool if I had a six pack. Yeah. Like and why? Like, why maybe, is that a bad thing to say? Right. I don't be, I don't know. It's, I know. You can't say anything. You can't say anything, but here we are. Are you for real? <laughs> here we if are. We already, us, we already said it. If you hate us, our business model's fucked. Um, okay. So let's see. What is it like to work with Sarah? <laughs> Okay. Um, well, obviously I, I've, I'm sure we, I've answered this a thousand times too. So if it's redundant to anyone, but I obviously love working with Sarah, but what it's like to work with Sarah, (laughs) I mean, it's pretty, she just kind of lets me do my thing. So it's actually pretty nice. You're great at it. You know, she doesn't not micromanage anyone. She's really good. If I have to micromanage you, we ain't going to work. No. But when I need Sarah to really shine and where she really shines and I'm like, Hey, I need you to have this conversation with this person or this employee or help with the training or do, you know, whatever. She really shines in those moments. We like know our strengths and our weaknesses Mm -hmm. and we support each other in those ways. Yeah, I agree. For sure. Who's your therapist? Me. (laughs) Yeah. The works. I don't have a therapist. Yeah. Sarah. Sarah. I mean, the, uh, yeah, I don't know. No. Yeah. I had therapists when I was younger. And, or I tried to, and you know, I hated them all. Well, cause all you knew, cause you knew more than them. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I was like, what? Sue's a little bit of a know it all. <laughs> She's <laughs> kind of that sassy girl at the party. <laughs> Funny. So then therapy just was never for me. Yeah. It's not for everybody. Mm-mm. Um, okay. Compare your life before baby Foxy to life with baby Foxy. I'm two months pregnant and grieving my old life. Okay. Well, don't, it's going to be great. <laughs> two months in, but two months pregnant though. So, Oh, two months pregnant. Yeah. Um, I feel like I did kind of go through like a little spiral. First trimester is really hard too. If you're only two months pregnant. Yeah. Just it's know that. miserable. And 
it's like you're in this, you're kind of in like the perpetual waiting room. Like your baby's not here, but you're pregnant. So you're not really having your old life anymore. I, that, I hated being pregnant. What? I didn't hate it, but I just didn't like it. I didn't like it. I, I feel like you never complained about being pregnant though. <sighs> Ask Foxy. <laughs> but um, I feel the main difference that I, you know, think about all the time is that you can't just go do whatever you want whenever you want. You can't skip the grocery store on Sunday. Like you have another person that you are responsible for. Totally. And you know, that person is there every day. Yep. Seven to seven or whatever they're, whenever they're awake and whenever they go to sleep and there's no, like, I don't know. It's been hard for me. It's been hard for me with my friends who don't have children to realize why I always can't do things or why I just have to like pass on stuff. (laughs) She's like the baby. So I think that's the biggest transition, but I will say that there's nothing better. You know, yeah, you I think you create a new normal. Yeah. And, and I remember when my kids were really little and I think I've shared this with Carter before, but like, I remember exactly where I was. I was like pulling out of the parking lot or pulling out of my neighborhood and it was just, was it Wayland? Maybe it's friends. I can't remember, but I was like, I got it figured out. Like I got sleep last night. I did it. And then the next day, totally different. Every day is different. And the and beginning, like my, I'm in different phases right now with my kids than where you are, you know? I know. I was talking to someone. She is a business owner in town and she was at my class last week and I was talking to her before class. And this is when, and I'm, when something's wrong, I like to, you know, complain about it to everyone. (laughs) And this is when we were deep in the middle of Foxy's been fussy for 10 days and blah, blah, blah. Like I just said, but she said, well, I'm dealing with, um, you know, teenage Mm -hmm. children and that is a whole new ball game. So it's like, it's all relative. Yeah. It's all, but I, there's nothing better. You're going to have, I mean. I think like I have friends that have older children as well. And they always say like, when your kids are young, it's like energetically, it's exhausting. When they're older, it's mentally. like uh, mentally and emotionally, it's exhausting. Yeah. I'm kind of teetering. It's scary. I've got some like, I've got a, some tweens. I know what, I wonder if Della's going to be a sweet teenage girl or like I hates know. her mom teenage girl. I feel like she's going to be sweet. She better not fucking hate me. I know, but did you, well, I guess, did you not ever, no, you and your mom were just so. Yeah, me and my dad were at odds, but my mom, but there, I mean, let's talk about why I'm a damn who I am. God rest your soul, Christine. (laughs) I mean, my mom, there were no rules, no boundaries. Right. I was just kind of like. Doing your thing. I just did my thing. Anyway. But you turned out great. Now, but I mean, I was kind of, it was questionable. There were moments. I know, but I mean, like, look at you now. I appreciate it. Thanks, Carter. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> um, plans to franchise to Pittsburgh. Just y'all know how we feel about the franchising topic. It's like we get stuck. I know. I think you know. It's so funny. We I need was, a million more dollars. <laughs> I was thinking about it like the other day because I think about it all the time. And so I'm like, I'm like, Sarah, you're waiting for someone to do. You're waiting for someone for, to do it for you. For someone to do it for you. You're waiting for like this sign or for someone to come in and be like, Hey, I've got the contract. Here's the money. Da da da. It's not gonna happen. Like right. if we want to do it, we have to. We got to do it. And like, but I just cannot wrap my mind around it. Where I get really stuck is that, okay, well, first of all, I don't think we would want to do a franchise model, but we might, we wouldn't say no, but we have, I mean, we've spent years, we've spent years, you know, looking into all of this, but where we get really stuck is that we would have to, and I know some of you are probably rolling your eyes, like businesses do this all the time, oh, but all the time. it's for us, we get stuck. We would have to raise a ton of capital. Mm-hmm. We would have to hire mm-hmm. a ton of people. I mean, there has to be like people mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. go be the regional manager well, and it's of also all the, like you know it's, we'd have to send 
our teachers to train teachers. So it's like, if I say this work sweat, like if Chandler and Maggie and Alex and all them like ditch for a little bit, it's like, that's going to put a hurting over here. Right. We want to, I want to, we'll I want get there. to grow. We'll I want to be big. <laughs> Special, <laughs> famous. <laughs> John, Sarah's husband always says, okay, if y'all want to do this, you'll do this. If y'all want to just enjoy like the studios here, then you'll do that. But like, y- if you want to do it, you have to do it. I'm just waiting for someone to come do it. <laughs> it's scary to have some, I, like, I don't know how much sleep I would lose at night when it's someone else's money. Like we haven't taken investors for mm-hmm. But that's, I think, why the licensing would work. Would work. So we don't know. If you're, if you're listening to this, just like if you're a child psychologist, if you're listening to this and you know how to license businesses and you want to reach out to us, we've got a really good business model. Reach out to me, not Sarah. She doesn't check her email. <laughs> that's true. You can text me. Um, all right. So we got a few more minutes. What I can think you kind of answered this, but we'll throw it in there again. How do you balance owning a business and a new baby? What's changed? Um, you have a great nanny. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> shout out to Katie. Number one. Um, I like <coughs> found, I started looking for a nanny. I had Foxy in November. I started looking for a nanny I think in January before I had him, it was like a little like so Carter eight months too early, but you know, she hung around and, and I got, worked out. It worked. Yes. She's, she's amazing. She's yeah. really cares for him. So I have her Foxy also goes to daycare. My mom and dad are always here helping Foxy's mom. A lot of people that help, but I try to, um, go home at three and do three to seven with him. Mm-hmm. But then I find myself, you know, worrying about texting me texting you worrying about work <laughs> doing things but I'm gonna try to be better about that and just finding the other pocket so like this morning I woke up at five because I knew that I needed to get some work done this morning mm-hmm. before he got up at seven and he got up early and I just like the only yeah this is another thing that's different back to the question about the girl who's two months pregnant you never just like sit on your sofa and watch TV anymore. You know, it's like, okay, I'm going to get home. I'm going to unpack our bags. I'm going to unpack his bags. I'm going to cook dinner. I'm going to, it's just, yeah, it's constant revolving stuff. And so that is, um, one of the big things that's different, but I think the main area that I've gotten kind of down about with running the business, working here, um, and being a mom is that I don't have as much time as I want to give to, you know, all 30 of our staff members or I can't go to everyone's class all the time. I can't do morning classes anymore because Foxy works out in the morning and that's his Mm -hmm. time. And so I'm with Foxy then like, I just feel I can't give everything to anyone right now at this stage, but it is what it is. So guys, I think you give plenty a, and I was listening to you today on the bike and you said something about how you couldn't take little Foxy to the doctor today and you felt bad. And you know, that's my thought was, and I've told you this before, and it took me a long time to get here. The, I personally believe that when really, really, really good people are loving our children, the better. Totally. Like the more that they have other people around that are like loving them and teaching them interesting things and like showing that the world is like safe and there's good people. And I just think it's better for everybody. Than just one Like soul, my yeah. kids will literally go to anybody. I mean, it's a little terrifying. That's great. They will. <laughs> they're they, very, they will. They're very well versed. But it's good. Yeah, I... But I get it. I mean, I, I mean, sh- I wish I could give more to like all of our, I wish I could go ride with all of our staff members but that's every why week you have or great, take yoga with, I know. That's why I have 10 people to help me do teacher training because I, I can't do it all. 
Yeah. And nor do I want to. No, I know. So, but it, I mean, run, I don't know. You just make it work. I wouldn't want to be working anywhere else. We're so blessed. We are so freaking blessed with our jobs. Yes. I mean, especially as a mother, but that's why we take the risk to do this mm -hmm. and yeah. Hopefully there will be the reward. Well, we support, you know, a lot of other women that work here that have children. And like Jill has to bring her daughter to the studio right now because it's summertime. And like Katie sometimes has to bring her girls. Like we get it. You know, like life is. Whole new perspective. And now Julie has a baby, if y'all haven't heard. And Katie and Sue's. Katie Sue's. Yep. We're just really growing. Um, okay. So this woman asked, I want to know more, or some woman, I don't know why I assumed it was a woman. You might have male fans. I want to know more about your life in New York City that you've mentioned in classes before. You work corporate. You work for Stuart Weitzman. Yeah, I worked corporate. I worked for Stuart Weitzman. I did um, VIP and events and then PR. So basically getting Stuart Weitzman shoot. Like when you see celebrities wearing clothing product. or shoes yeah. or product from any brand, um, someone had to get that on them. I don't know if you listened to the podcast with Sarah's, one of her best friends, Adam, but he actually owns an agency in LA that does the exact same thing that I used to do. So you work with their stylist and a lot of it is relationship building. And then once they love you, they'll put your product on, you know, their people. And so I think NPR is relationship building too. So basically all the work that I did there kind of, you know, it kind of correlates into what I do now in yeah. a way, but I lived there for six years. Then I met Foxy, moved back here. The rest is history. But yeah. I would say to, I, there's a girl that works front desk for us at the work cycle. And she's like, Oh, should I move to New York after college? And I'm like, yes, anyone should. I would not have all the knowledge that I have without having that. Like corporate structure was really good for me mm -hmm. going to an office eight to six or whatever, nine, whatever your job is. And having that like super corporate structure, I don't know. It, mm -hmm. it taught me a lot. It's not for everyone, but I think I love it was it a really good learning lesson. Yeah. It helps me structure the businesses here. Mm -hmm. Or I try. Yeah, I'm you, HR. Yeah. She's everything. She's a lot of hats. <laughs> All right. Let's wrap on this. Give us a quick uh, rundown of the a day in the life. Okay. A day in the life. Um, like, you want me to get really specific? I don't know. I didn't ask the question. <laughs> yeah, true. Okay. I normally wake up at 530. I either teach... No, I wake up, I have my lemon water, I have my coffee, I have a moment, I try not to look at my phone, and then you What do you do then? Like, <laughs> honestly, unload the dishwasher and do the laundry from okay. the night before, you know, or look at my phone. I don't know you woke up at 5.30. It's like yeah. John. It's because I have to now to get my moment before- yeah. I get it. Turn on all the lamps. Yeah. I like to get, like- Carter is a robot, set. you guys. <laughs> She's a robot. A robot. And then- <laughs> Either I teach in the morning or I go to Sarah's class, pretty much. And then, you know, every day's different. Some days I come downtown to this office. Some days I stay in Mount Pleasant. Some days I work from home. It kind of just depends on what we have going on that week. And But I spend a lot of time with Sean. Sean. My people. Um, and then three to seven, baby time. Cook dinner for Foxy. You know, my days aren't that interesting. They are, but they're not. Okay. And some weeks I have social things. Like tonight I have a friend's birthday. I don't know. On a Monday? I know. <laughs> Al, happy birthday. <laughs> She's already rode with you too. Wow. <laughs> I know. Um, all right, guys. Well, I think that's about all we have time for today. Carter, thank you for coming on. I know you're a very, very busy woman. Um, Thanks for having me. Let's give a quick shout out to where people can find you on the gram and cycle and stuff like that. At Cardi Wheels, at the work cycle, at the work CHS. Yep. You can find us all there. Do we have anything like exciting coming up that we should tell them about? 
Um, there's always stuff going on right now. We're going to Tulum in October, but it's full, but you can hop on the wait list. Teacher training that starts in the fall is full as well, but you can email Meggie at the work com and hop on that wait list. And we always have sessions off the mat, which is incredible. It's our free opportunity at the studio. It's the third Thursday of every single month, but the sessions off the mat is a really amazing opportunity to come. We talk about the real, real. We have people that lead the discussions, always different things. Sometimes it's talking about business. Sometimes it's talking about recovery. Sometimes it's talking about divorce or, you know, eating or whatever it is. And then people can ask questions or you can just come listen. They're always free. You do not have to be a member of our studio. You don't have to work out. You don't have to like to sweat. They're free. We just wanted something for the community to be able to come together no matter who you are and to share your heart. So we hope to see you guys there. And as always, rate us, review us, share this with your friends. We'll chat soon. 